Maryland's final primary vote count is still a work in progress. I'm Kate Ryan. Gas prices have seen a steady decline. What to expect in the coming weeks? I'm Melissa Howell. Nine people suing Prince George's County alleging they were kept in jail even after judges ordered them released. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. We learned details about Secret Service afraid for their lives during last night's public hearing in the January 6th investigation. Correspondent Steve Dorsey is in Washington. Newly released Secret Service radio traffic by the committee reveals just how in danger agents were amidst a mob trying to track down then Vice President Pence. Inside the White House, the committee says President Trump was fully aware of the riot unfolding, watching on a TV. TV, but ignoring pleas to act. Former Deputy Press Secretary Sarah Matthews. He should have been telling these people to go home and to leave and to condemn the violence that we are seeing. As for the outcome of the hearings and this new information, Loyola Law Professor Lori Levinson. At this stage, I don't think we're talking about the criminal case in a courtroom. We're talking about the case in the courtroom of public opinion. We've just gotten an update on President Biden and how he's faring a day after he tested positive for COVID. Correspondent Nancy Cordes. I just spoke to the White House COVID coordinator. He says as of 10 o'clock last night, the last time he spoke by phone to the president that Mr. Biden still had the same mild symptoms. He had gotten no worse. In Rochester, New York, <laughs> video posted online shows a man who says he's a war veteran wearing brass knuckles with blades on the ends, trying to attack Congressman Lee Zeldin as he gives a speech. AMVETS National Director Joe Chenelly pinned the suspect down. When he said he'd served in Iraq, yeah. I kind of went down, hands on my knees, and said, you know, we're going to get through whatever, whatever you've done here tonight. So you're going to get better. A police officer in western New York dead, another injured after a gunman opened fire last night. Rochester Mayor Malik Evans. This is a tragedy for our community. These guys are on the front line. They're on the front line trying to keep our community safe. No word yet on a motive or a suspect. Best way to beat the oppressive heat? For kids in Boston, it's playing in splash pads. They're still sweltering in the West, too. Meteorologist Craig Allen with our affiliate WCBS. There will be heat index numbers up around 110 to 115 degrees. This is for areas in Southern California, in the deserts, east of San Diego. It includes Las Vegas, Nevada, most of the state of Nevada. Donate to a political campaign in California, and you'll be able to pay with crypto. A state commission has approved new rules that allow candidates to accept Bitcoin, Ethereum, and others if they convert it to dollars right away. Eight other states still prohibit crypto contributions. S&P futures are down four. Dow futures up 52. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance. So you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 803 now. It is Friday the 22nd of July. We've got 78. We're headed up to 96. Good morning to you. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm John Aaron. Last night's January 6th committee hearing was designed to show that President Trump failed to take action to stop the insurrection and that he actually wanted the mob to attack the Capitol. The committee released outtakes from a speech Trump recorded the day after the attack. But this election is now over. Congress has certified the results. I don't want to say the election's over. I just want to say Congress has certified the results without saying the election's over, okay? 
Trump's deputy national security advisor told the committee he was offended by a Trump tweet complaining that Vice President Pence failed to act to overturn the election. Matthew Pottinger told the committee that when he saw the tweet, he knew it was time to leave. I had said earlier that it looked like fuel being poured on the fire. So that was the moment that I decided uh, that I was going to resign, that that would be my, my last day at the White House. Uh, I, I simply didn't want to be associated with, uh, uh, with the events that were unfolding on the Capitol. The hearings will continue in September. The Department of Homeland Security's Inspector General has begun a criminal investigation of erased Secret Service text messages from around the time of the January 6th attack. The IG has also ordered the agency to stop immediately searching for those texts. The Washington Post reports the text could reveal what President Trump was and was not doing as his supporters attacked the Capitol. Election 2022 on WTOP. The final count for Maryland's primary is at least a week away, but some candidates have taken a look at the count and decided they don't need to wait any longer. Among those reading the handwriting on the wall and the votes that they haven't gotten so far was Democrat Doug Gansler, the former Maryland Attorney General, who was in the crowded field for governor. In a Thursday afternoon statement, Gansler called the results personally very disappointing, but said he'd dust himself off and look for other ways to serve Maryland. Other candidates in that primary, Wes Moore, Tom Perez, and Peter Francho, continued to wait and see what the final mail-in ballot count would bring. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, gas prices are down, but will they stay there? Gas prices may continue to drop for at least another two to three weeks. That is barring any hurricanes or unexpected disruptions. Patrick Nahan oversees petroleum analysis for Gas Buddy. He says in the district, prices could edge closer to four bucks a gallon. And according to their fuel tracking app, nationwide, there are now at least 35 stations where you can fill up for under $4 a gallon. He says where we go from here depends on the economy. If we get better news than expected, we could see prices going up. And keep in mind, hurricane season is upon us as well. So if we see any major hurricanes heading for the Gulf of Mexico, that could be bad news as well. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Nine people are suing Prince George's County, claiming they were held illegally in the county's jail, even after a judge ordered them released. The suit in federal court is seeking class action certification. The suit says it's illegal for judges to defer to county officials about the release of people before trial. It says that denies the freedom of people who haven't been found guilty of a crime. Still to come, a community college system around here makes a surprising decision about their tuition. It's 8.06. Moments. They surround us, intersecting every day, every instant. Moments that can change us forever. In a region where news is never ending, a singular sound defines our moments. A constant signal delivering the top news right at your fingertips when you need it most. For better, for worse, always connected. Our legacy is the future and we'll never miss a moment. WTOP News, 103.5 FM. Here's a highlight from Sean Frazier, the Federal Chief Security Officer for Okta on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange, presented by Kerasoft. So I think it's no accident that the identity is the first pillar of Zero Trust. If you think about, you know, where we are functionally with regards to attackers who are um, trying to get access to systems, a lot of the low-hanging fruit ends up living in our identity systems. Um, so it's one of the first things we've got to shore up and protect. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange.
The executive order on cybersecurity is a big step towards securing our nation through zero trust. It starts with identity, and Okta leads the way with a modern FedRAMP authorized identity cloud that supports NIST, CISA, and other zero trust standards. Okta centralizes identity and 